construction, golf news, equipment, travel, interviews, course profiles, and more. Your weekly fix of all things golf is about to begin. It's the Flagstick Podcast with your hosts, Jeff Bonner and Scott McLeod. All right, well, welcome everybody to the Flagstick Podcast, uh, which is sponsored once again this week by our good buddies at TaylorMade. With Stealth, they've pushed past the limits of titanium and introduced the world to the carbon wood age. So how far are they willing to take it? Way past far and into forgiveness, introducing all new Stealth 2, combining, sorry, Stealth 2 Plus, combining the elements of speed and forgiveness to unlock forgiveness. Visit tailormadegolf.ca to learn more. Uh, just a reminder to everybody to make sure that you are following across all the social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and TikTok. Subscribing on Spotify, Audible, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and we really do encourage, as always, we tell you this, but we mean it, YouTube channel, subscribe to it, like us, click the notification bell, make sure you never miss a single episode as the seriously unique content is being put up there, <laughs> not just this podcast, and the contesting has begun, which we'll get to a little bit later. Again, to remind you, the contesting has begun. Uh, Scotty Mack, uh, off the top, let me just say, nine holes in the bank. Yay. Um, Yay. Yeah, I know. It's a, I, I got to the point now. I, I listened to you the last episode we were talking, and you're like, wow. you just got to play golf. ever. I know. <laughs> Usually it's in one ear and out the other, but you know. Good. I'm glad to, I'm glad to hear you, you got out and played. It was, it was, uh, it was okay. Yep. But I am obviously feeling a little bit of the effects of it uh, physically. Yeah. <laughs> the body yeah, just a- wasn't right ready for nine holes. <laughs> Here's the thing, though it's it's about it's about restoring your connection with the game, and I I did it on Monday night, sort of the same thing. I, I played on Sunday. I, play, I have a regular game that I try to play on Sunday if I don't have to, you know, go over and cover a tournament or or be be away at something else from a family perspective. But you know what? Monday night, I decided basically I had no lessons. I had you know a whole bunch of stuff done already, and I'm like, I'm just gonna go over to the golf course and play nine holes, just like I did when I was a kid. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And you know, clearly just you're not there, a kid. No, I'm not. But the thing is, I think we get so wrapped up and busy with a lot of different things, and we have regular things that we're doing in our lives. And then you know, game the game itself gets kind of pushed aside. Mm-hmm. And, and although we're around it every day, you know, especially in our line of work, you know, you'll lose that element of what really attracts you to the game. So just that sense of going out there and playing not really caring so much about score you know trying to hit some good shots enjoying what mm-hmm. was going on outside as far as the environment and stuff like that i think i think more people in the golf industry just need to do that just to reconnect and remind them what they really enjoyed about game the game in the first place yeah you know? no i i totally agree i did it, did it was nice it was fun um not serious whatsoever trust no. me you know, it's very far from serious uh surprised myself at uh at uh, how well i hit it um considering the way i i had to hit it to compensate for my physical ailments right now but sure um i mean the walk was good i did not take a cart um contrary to some suggestions i felt that if i took a cart then probably what was going on would just get tight uh, every time I sat down and then got back out of the cart to hit a shot. So I thought, no, I'm going to walk and try to loosen things up a little bit and felt great think, until about the eighth hole. And then the, then the old body started to lock up a little bit. Do you think 
cart taking a cart the more that you get into that becomes a little bit of a rabbit hole i, I think people oh, yeah, i'm not uh... I, 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 people... I, I gotta be careful because i don't want to i don't want to to because i know cart rental is a revenue source for golf courses at oh, the sure. same time yeah i don't think that unless unless you unless you need to physically for some reason take a cart and not walk yeah. with the push carts now and how easy they are to push and nobody has to carry their bag uh nobody has to drag it behind them you can get a three-wheel or four-wheel push cart where you basically just push it along with one finger yeah and the walking like it's just yeah. you know yeah, i don't i don't uh, yeah i'm not i'm not saying it from a judgment standpoint i'm just saying it for i i know some people for an example that you know, have said to me that they've gotten in the habit of taking a mm -hmm. cart and it became a habit for them. And then when they stopped doing it for a little bit and went back to walking, they realized that that walking component was a fun part of the game. For it them. is. It is. And, you know, it was part of their exercise and stuff like that. And that's literally what they said. It was just a, it was just a habit because of certain friends wanted to take a cart or whatever. And, hey, I'm not against a cart. I mean, we played millions of golf courses oh, yeah. where yeah. there's so much room between holes that you have to or, you know, you're carrying camera gear or, you know, it's super hot out or whatever the case may be, or it's a corporate outing or whatever the case. <clears throat> I'm just thinking sometimes, you know. Yeah, people get sort of into a funk and then forget that 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 walking component is is kind of a fun aspect of the game for for, well, for some people. And, and, and there's a social aspect to it. I know last night, mm. you know, I played uh, with with my uh, youngest son Brandon and yep. and my brother Sean, who's happened to be his birthday yesterday. So happy birthday a day later, Sean. <laughs> um, but uh, we went out just to play nine holes together, and and if I had been in a cart. I would have constantly been out of the conversation. Right. Yeah. Um, so with the three of us there, I mean, the banter and the chirping and the discussions and things like that, as we walked yeah. up the fairway together. Right. Uh, then separating to go to our individual balls to hit shots so as not to hold up the pace of play. Yeah. Um, you know, that's the part of it, right? You're mm -hmm. you're just walking down yeah, the fairway. Yeah, because you think about that. If you got if you ended up with a random pairing, sometime, mm -hmm. you know, you go to a golf course and say it's you and one other person. You're in a cart and you get paired up with two people and they're in their cart. Chances are, short of you know a tee box or you know on the green, which is a very short period of time, you're probably not going to get to know those people at mm -hmm. all. And I, I get it. Some people don't go to the play golf to be social, but no. Um, but in some cases, you don't want to get to know them because maybe sure, it's not yeah. it's not a good group. But maybe it's, yeah. the separation is good. But yeah. if you really don't want to converse with somebody when you're golfing, you don't have to walk with them either. But if you right. you know you initiate that conversation and it's good, yeah. then the banter is good and the chats are good. Then playing golf with a random person is a good thing. Yeah, um, well, I mean, I, not... I I know I know just like you, you know, gotten to know a lot of people over the years oh, through yeah. the game that way, um, which has been great. So, anyways, yeah. well, it's good good to see you got out and. Yes. Uh, Hopefully, hopefully more. The weather's made a nice little turn yes, here. Yes, I know. I definitely know that. No, I think it'll be from here on in. It'll probably be more the uh, the three, four, five holes after dinner kind of thing Perfect. for me, just to keep it keep it short and simple. Uh, nine hole yep. walks are probably out out of the uh, out of the realm for a while anyway, just uh, yeah. physically. But I I can play. Cool. So good stuff. It's all good. It's all good. All right, what we got going on this uh, week. Well, we do have uh, we do have a pretty decent show. We got um, uh, we're going to mix things up just a little smidge. Uh, we got some news related stuff we want to get to. 
We're gonna we're gonna bring Kevin and Jake Hame in uh in the front nine uh this week to uh to do the lesson T, yeah, uh, which we will be doing uh every week for a little while. Um and then in the back nine, we're gonna go to that interview that we said that we were gonna bring people with Jody Jenkins from uh, Endless Summer, uh yep. the long drive competition that's being held down in uh, in Belleville. And uh, and we we got that interview with him, so we're going to learn all about that event. Uh, seems like it's going to be a fantastic event. So world class, yeah, um, world class. We're definitely looking forward to that interview to see what uh, Jody. We've known Jody for a long time, so um, we'll get that interview in in the back nine. And um, you know who all who knows what else we're going to throw in for discussion. But that's how the show's setting up. So. Uh, without further ado, as they say, let's get on to the front nine presented by Metcalf Golf Club, a natural setting, a pleasant challenge. Golf season is here. You need to save on your golf. And now is the time. Buy a membership, join a league, purchase uh, some game packs, which are awesome. 10, 20, 30 game packs. Uh, ready to hit the first tee. Visit MetcalfGolf.com uh, to shop for those now. Okay. So, Scott, listen. We had the back-to-back uh, we had the back-to-back weeks of of great television golf, I'll, I'll call it, because you know we weren't there. But we had yeah. the Canadian Open and the whole, Nick yep. Taylor and the big the big putt and all that. And then we go to the very next week, and what do we have? Not talk about the winner yet, but what do we have? We have Ricky Fowler. Yeah, you know, and Rory. And well, Rory was there, but Ricky opens yeah. up with sure. Xander Shoffley and and opened up with the sixty-two at a yeah. U.S. Open. In the yeah. first round. Yeah. Fortune, the course. And it's like, love Ricky Fowler. Mm. I love Ricky Fowler. I mean, the whole, so when he people. was younger with the orange, the whole orange thing. He's still, he's still, younger. He's still wearing the orange on Sunday. Just I know. The, but I mean, when he was orange. much younger, know. you know, yeah, the yeah, orange pants and all that whole deal. Yeah. And it was, you love, and, that, and the long hair with the hat over top of the ears and the whole, you know, yeah. why is my hat so, so big? So Cal thing. Yeah. And it's Ricky. And then here's Ricky. In contention. And then after day two, here's Ricky in contention. And then what? After day three, here's Ricky in contention. Everyone's yeah. like, ah, Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler's going to win the U.S. Open. Mm, doesn't work that way. What happened, Ricky? Why? <laughs> Why did you do it, Ricky? But that to me, that was the, the big story of the U.S. Open. Was sure. I mean, yeah. there was obviously Rory going for another major after such a long layoff. And, yeah. and then... You know, I'll say the new guy, but mm. you know, with, he uh, won a, yeah, he won a Quail Hollow this year. Wyndham Clark won a yeah, Wells but, Fargo, so yeah. Which is interesting because because Rory, mm-hmm. when he won his U.S. Open, I think at Congressional, yeah, he won the uh, the Wyndham at the Wells Fargo. Yeah, um, sorry, the Wells the Fargo. <laughs> that's that's the problem with with Wyndham Clark is get his name in there. Everybody yeah. was making jokes about Wyndham rewards and getting the trophy and stuff. And and, I, and one of the funniest tweets was, uh, you know, someone tweeted out about, you know, here's here's Wyndham Clark playing like Ritz Carlton Clark, <laughs> which I thought was great. So nice upgrade. So so obviously Rory won. Um, the Wells Fargo, and then went on to win the U.S. Open. Yeah. And here's Wyndham Clark, mm-hmm. wins the Wells Fargo, and what? Goes on to win the U.S. Open. You love these little storylines. They mean nothing, really. It, when you're hearing totally, these yeah. announcers talk they're about ba- them, it's like... They're, ba- they're baseball stats. Like, I, just, get, I get yeah. what you're doing here, but that doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't. No. It means nothing. But 
Unfortunately, Wyndham Clark did rain on uh, on Ricky's party a little bit, but then again, yeah. Ricky rained on his own party. Yeah, for sure. But interestingly enough, now here's what I love about Ricky Fowler, and there are other golfers on the tour that do this as well, but here's what I love about Ricky Fowler. Every single round after the round was over. Oh, yeah. He dark. stayed out there till dark, signing autographs for, for everybody, especially the kids. Yeah. Every round, even after the final round when he just pooped the bed and mm -hmm. lost the U.S. Open. Yeah. Because realistically, let's be honest, he didn't play well and lost the U.S. Open to Wyndham Clark, but he lost it. He could have won it if he did, you know, even had one under for the day. Not the point. The point is he's out there signing autographs. Mm -hmm. He's doing, he, he's, and it, and it just goes to show you the kind of person, like what's what's important to him. He wants to win. Sure, sure. he wants to win. Totally. But at 100%. the end of the day, he's yeah. like, I didn't win. Yeah. I'm going home to the family. I'm yeah. a happy guy. I did yeah. well. Let's sign some autographs for everybody. It's just yeah. class. Class yeah. act. And, and I loved his comments before going into the, you know, into the tournament and talking about, you know, failure and not being afraid of failure. And, and uh, that's a great, thing for all athletes especially golfers is to realize that you know you have to embrace the fact that you know it, it can happen but you can't mm -hmm. be afraid to fail you've got to be willing to try yeah. and you will fail i mean golf is that game we've talked about it many many times i mean you can go play on this tour you know 600 times and win 20 times out of that and you've lost 580 times but it's enough to get you into the hall of fame yeah. So, I mean, it, that's what the game is about. So, you know, for him to have that perspective and to realize and understand what it means for those kids, especially, mm -hmm. um, you know, that's great. It's, it, it's good to see. So, uh, and, and, you know, I know people are going to go, oh, you got to be super competitive and you got to be focused and whatever. Do you? whatever. You're not, you're not in their shoes. And, and, you know, the, the problem I think sometimes is that, you know, people just all of a sudden have know everybody's allowed their own opinion i'm sure mm -hmm. they are but you know uh, ricky's just doing what's best for ricky and what he feels is good for the game and 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 good for the people that you know are interested in the game mm -hmm. and you got to respect that so you know and also the other side of it too you know the number of people who crapped on ricky and rory afterwards or whatever for for not winning okay Go crap on the guy who's in 20th or 30th. I didn't hear you talking about them, no. you know, or the guy that missed the cut or whatever. I mean, these are the guys that were in contention. So yeah. um, it's a hard game. And it's you only have one winner. Actions. Yeah, you can only have one winner. So, um, yeah. you know, and, you know, Wyndham Clark earned it. I, I, you know, great. That shot on on Saturday, his final shot into the 18th, you know, that that twirl of the club and so confident and, and, you know, he was believing in himself and, and, and knowing that, you know, he's good and, and talked mm -hmm. to himself. And he, he talked about that struggle out on the golf course to keep reminding himself what he was there for and that he was good and that he could do it. And man, you know, it's not the physical, these all guys can play. It, it, it is that mental that ends up making the difference as far as the belief in themselves and, and not being afraid in that big moment. And obviously winning uh, previously at, at, you know, Wells Fargo just a few weeks prior, probably very helpful because yeah, he knew how to sure. get it to the Be finish in that position. Line. Yeah. Yeah. He knew how to get it to the finish line, you know, and in the end, I mean, it was a cool golf course. There were some people that were critical of it because they didn't think it was like, but you know, they didn't think it was a typical U S open golf course, but players loved it. 
you know, uh, I, I listen what to What is great... a typical U.S. Open golf course? Well, to, me, that's, the, to me, what that's what's considered a typical U.S. Open golf course in the last number of years, that's changed. I mean, right. for every yeah. every U.S. Open for, for the longest time has been at, at a... Uh, um, one of the oh, Northeast style golf course, whether it's whether it's uh, um, Harding Park or it's uh, um, um, uh, Kiowa or or like it's just that you know Whistling Straits or or um, you know not the to me not more of an Open Championship style course than a U.S. Open. To me, a U.S. Open style golf course is is what um, uh, with uh, LACC was. Was yeah. I mean a little more you know? Well, I think long. they have. I think they have to move it around and stuff, anyways. And I, and I get it. There's a lot of factors that that come into it. But you know, if people want to listen to. There's some great interviews. Like Padraig Harrington did a really good interview on No Laying Up. Not to you know, not to pimp other podcasts here or whatever. But um, it was insightful in the fact that he talked about the golf course from his perspective and what mm-hmm. he saw from his perspective. And then I will tell you what his perspective was as a player and as a, somebody who finished T27 as a three-time major champion as a world golf hall of famer, you know, his perspective, uh, I totally have belief in it. And it was counter to what I heard a lot of on, on Twitter, uh, you know, and social media and yeah. stuff like that or whatever. So, you know what, enjoy it. Uh, it was a great winner and you know, what? we've got another major this week on the, uh, on the LPJ side, which at Balta's role of all places. That's awesome. Which is I, amazing. I, I remember the uh, six hundred, the six hundred plus yard par five that uh, when John Daly, uh, yeah, was uh, you know coming out there, and nobody could reach it, and he reached it with a driver and an iron. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the ladies are basically, you know, they're underway here now, and and uh, you know, it's a great test of golf. Uh, Matt Wilson, who's the director of instruction down there, is a Canadian, which is, uh, and he's off on vacation this week, thankfully. So he's probably pretty happy. I think he's, I saw him, he's in Quebec or something. Um, but, you know, a great test for them. Uh, the players, you know, we're talking to the media yesterday. Greens are playing firm and fast. Um, you know, scoring is not low early on and don't expect it to be. Uh, they are playing for a $9 million purse. So, you know, this is a very elevated event. Um, it's a big one for the tour. Um, we know obviously Brooke won this, uh, you know, years ago now, as she said, wow, she can't believe how long ago it was already, but, um, you know, it, it, it's shaping up to be another great major week and, and should be great television as well. Yeah. She had a, a quote, uh, Scott, that, um, yeah. she's been, she, I mean, she's, she's been struggling a little bit, uh, yeah, like a lot of players do, down, right? you yeah. know, um, very inconsistent with their game, but she had a quote uh, when she spoke to the media mm-hmm. yesterday. Or, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was yesterday. And, uh, uh, should I feel like this is one of the most important stretches of the year right now, starting this week. We have four majors left, Canadian Open for her, uh, not too far away. This is definitely a time to start peaking and start to be on the up. So hopefully this happens. Um, there's yeah. more to that quote, but but yeah. essentially that's where she's at. Is like, okay, right now I need to start moving in this direction and yeah. stop moving in the up and down direction. So um good for her hopefully she has a good week um you know we 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 hope i think sometimes we we want so much for her but there's also so many so many that expect so much from her Mm, and i don't think that 
I don't think that the the expectations can be as realistic as maybe they used to be, where you'd you'd expect Annika Sorensen to win every week, or you'd expect Lorena Ochoa to win every week, or you expected Lydia Ko to win every week. It's too much competition. There, right there's w- there's too much parity in it now. Yeah. Anybody can win, and it's the same thing with the PGA Tour, where we expected Tiger to win every week, you mm-hmm. know, or be in contention every but week. Guess what? Wyndham Wyndham Clark wins some weeks. Yes. Yeah. Weeks. Or Rich, Rich, <laughs> yeah. Rich Beam. Yeah. Um, Okay, uh, yeah. so a couple other things. Um, the um, you were doing mm. a little recogni- reconnaissance, uh, not yeah. caddying this year, but spending some time at uh, Cataraqui Golf and Country Club down in Kingston, where yeah. you are residing. <clears throat> and it seems uh, that way. You you uh, you spent a little bit of time on the golf course, watching some really good golf and so and uh, some really good match play. Yeah, the historic uh, Eastern Provinces, the Empire Life Eastern Provinces was on, which has been held since the 1950s. And now that is held concurrently with the Ontario Women's Match Play, which started in 75. So uh, as a result of it, the field day attracted a lot of players, um, but the match play itself attracted about 38 players, uh, tons with college affiliations we had a u.s senior women's uh amateur former winner in the field um was great play i, I went out for the uh the field day portion watched some play there was able to catch up with uh, some of the players that you know interact with back and forth on social media and stuff like that and some that i know some that i haven't met before but it was nice to put a you know kind of a, a face to the the name and and, yeah. and introduce yourself uh even some of the parents and stuff like that getting to to talk to some of them and then uh, went to match play. I popped back on uh, on Monday, which was the uh, the semifinals and the finals. Uh, great matchups there. Um, Miranda Quinton, who plays at Penn State, faced off against Judith Karinis, who won the uh, 2017 U.S. Senior Women's Amateur. Uh, that match went back and forth until uh, Miranda, who's a just you know she's coming off a freshman season where she didn't play that much. Um, but you know, she's definitely coming into her own. She closed her out on, on 15 and then, uh, Reza Sheik, who won last year was facing Naya Kelly, who, uh, is, plays at the Kawartha Golf and Country Club, who plays at Kennesaw State. Uh, Reza played at UNLV Reno and they had quite the battle. It actually went to 19 holes in their semifinal wow. and Naya finished that off with a nice birdie on the first hole at Cataraqui there. And then, uh, basically it ended up being Penn state versus Kennesaw in the, in the final. (laughs) And uh, that went right to 18. It was, it was a great match. um, A real test of skill. I mean, these are two young players who, like I said, just finished, uh, you know, their freshman years at university, but are definitely coming into their own. You can see that from a play standpoint. Mm -hmm. I've seen these players playing for a number of years at, you know, Ontario amateurs, junior, so forth. But, you know, their game is actually getting that much better. Uh, And it made for a quality match. And Naya was able to uh, finish it off with a three and a half foot putt on on 18, Uh, get that title with her dad, Matt, on the bag, who was also there for Father's Day as well as he was last year. Uh, So that was nice to see. Um, There was a, I had a funny, I have to, I have to interject this one though. It's funny. I just happened to be in the bathroom uh, at the locker room just before we went out for the final and I walked up to the to the uh, the sink, you know, and there was kind of a long sink area there, whatever. And then I looked up to my left, and there's Miranda's dad on my left, and Naya's dad on my right. And I'm like, do, do I need to referee, boys? Are I was going to okay? say this, like the uh, the the uh, intervention there, to, yeah, to yeah, separate yeah, yeah. the two. Yeah, and nice. then the funny part is they didn't realize because it was a long sort of 
area yeah. and they didn't realize they were standing both standing there or whatever and it's just before the match and had a good laugh there and and you know the parents were great too they were out, were out watching and uh yeah it was it was fun to see uh, a great winner and, and congratulations to her and you know Cataraqui did a nice job uh, with the championship as did all the staff that was there and uh, the players enjoyed it and you know that event is getting more stature uh, so there's, you know, better players coming all the time and with them having that. And, uh, yeah, so it was great to see all those college players, uh, and, you know, other top amateurs out there playing. So yeah, cool. Cool. Great story. Yeah. A bathroom funny. stall story to, well, well to... it wasn't the stall. It was at the sink. Yeah, but, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. no. I get but it. Was, I guess it was, it's... it was pretty funny when all of a sudden I just look up and here's the two of them and I'm in between them. So I wanted to throw in the, uh, the referee Jersey. That is funny. Um, yeah. Okay, so as you said, we're going to mix things up a little bit, but uh, before we before we head off to uh, the lesson tee with Kevin and Jake, I just want to bring up the fact that the Flagstick.com PGA of Ottawa Summer uh, Open yep. is uh, presented by Cobra Golf. Puma uh, Golf will be held at Whitetail yeah, um, next coming week. up next week. That should be exciting. Um, I am hoping that I can... Uh, um, clear some time in the schedule to get up there and oh and nice. see everybody I, um, I am i am not in the field i am not oh, this, but i'm sorry I don't, know, so. I don't know why not <laughs> you gotta represent Repre <sighs> rep rep represent I can't, I can't play in them all <laughs> no i understand i totally understand um flagstick shootout updates um yep. i just want to mention that we are down to the nitty-gritty on this like this is it um yep. I know people have been holding back. We we haven't uh, we haven't quite got the numbers that we were hoping for, uh, and I'm not concerned about it at all. I don't care. Um, I know there's conflicting events with club championships and club events and things going on, qualifiers for intersectionals and so on and so forth. I totally understand that, um, but I will say this now: don't don't be delaying anymore. Um, no. I never no. like to impose hard deadlines on people, but um, we got to order product. Uh, yeah. and make sure the product is here for everybody so that you get your nice swag gifts. Uh, so um, get yourself registered yeah. um, so that we can select you for the field. Get yourself registered. No more hesitation. Yeah. No more delaying. Mm -hmm. Get I'm it done now. Off, what, June 30th? End yeah, of I think week, yeah, end week? of June. Yeah, yeah, another week and it's yeah. done. Uh, and yeah. whatever we have, we have. Don't, you know... You can reach out to me after that to try to get in, but at that point, I can't guarantee anything. So yeah. you got you got basically a little over a week here. Get it done. Yeah, no more waiting. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be down at the uh, the Ontario Men's Amateur uh, next week at Black Bear. Uh, I'm gonna see a bunch of players out there, yeah. so uh, I'll be down there just to come remind people a little. And again, bit forget about it. If anybody thinks that the in whole index thing, yes, there's no yeah flights or divisions as divisions, right. flights, whatever you want to call them. We don't have any divisions of flights. It's one big event. Everybody in free for all. Let's go. Yeah, we don't set the golf course up from the back tees on every single hole jammed there making it we set like the 6, course 500 yeah we set the course up to be playable mm -hmm. scorable but yep. challenging that's how yep. we do it so if you think because you're a 10 handicap or an eight handicap that you're not going to be able to get in for one thing that's a lie mm -hmm. if you think because your index is high that you're not going to be able to compete well that's a lie mm -hmm. um so just register get into it yep. it's worth it trust me trust me for everything yep. that you get 
and the experience that you'll receive, it is worth it. Every penny of it. All you um, have to do is look at our Twitter yesterday. And actually, I'll get it up on flagstick.com as well. Okay. Our head rules official, Jerry Bauer, posted did a flyover uh, okay. drone video of the facility and i mean it is so good when you look at it from the air yeah. uh people just need to look at that and realize you get 36 holes playing there and hanging yeah. out for the weekend on top of all your swag and everything else i mean just the experience of going there and playing for the weekend and hanging out yeah uh, will be great so okay so let's do that um okay uh and lastly uh the youtube contest i want to mm. make sure i get this in now just in case people aren't listening in the back nine um I want to get this in now. We're doing the YouTube contest. Go to the YouTube channel. Comment on any of the the, uh, any the videos. videos that are there. Comment on this video if you want, if you're hearing this now. Uh, say, um, just comment subscribe. pretty much subscribe. anything. You've got to subscribe and yeah. leave us a comment about the contest. I, yeah. I say, you know, I want free stuff, whatever. Doesn't matter, really. Comment whatever you want to comment. Yeah, just make and, sure it's something related to TaylorMade or the contest, yeah. so that we know that's an entry. Exactly, and, and then and then we'll make our selections from there. But yeah, obviously, time's going to get short with that as well. And if yeah, you want to win those prize packs, jump in. So yeah, yes, yeah, great prize packs: balls, cap, yeah, uh, towel. And I promise more and more content is going to be yeah. coming up there all the time. So working exactly. on a few things, obviously there's a lot of stuff that's going on, but uh, got a few uh, review things, some other instruction stuff, all sorts of little things that are kind of in the planning here. So um, yeah, we'll be keeping adding that. You know, there might be some live stuff. It's been a few years since I did anything YouTube live with some reviews and stuff like that. But uh, definitely want to get into that a little bit more and do some of that. Who knows? Maybe we'll do a Q&A up there, do a live one. Who knows? Maybe we'll do an instruction one, whatever. So whatever the exactly. case, but get subscribed to the channel and and uh, you can take advantage of that. Could be anything. Could be anything. Okay. Um, we're really excited to, to have Kevin and Jay came back uh, with us again um, this summer doing some golf instruction on the lesson tee, uh, every week for the next little while, probably throughout the rest of the golf season, we're going to have some, some really cool tips, uh, uh, by Kevin and Jake, uh, posted up, uh, uh, on the website at flagstick.com, but first of all, through this podcast. So, um, I want to make sure that we get this in the front nine this week, not the back nine. So we're going to head out to the lesson tee presented by the Kevin Haim golf school, uh, is always the right time to play better. Uh, whether you need private lessons, better short games, some putting help, or even a custom club fitting, visit kevinhame.com. And remember that better golf is a lot more fun. Let's get out to the lesson tee and see what Kevin and Jake have for us this week. Happy Tip Tuesday, golfers. Uh, Jake, welcome back to the lesson tee. You can see I've got a special hat on today, everyone. Yeah, it's, be prop careful how, it's prop day. Careful how close you get, but I've just extended a stick with a little duct tape off the bill of my cap because today we're talking about how the head should move in golf and how, you know, keeping your head down and not moving your head at all is, is just bad advice. So just give me a general sense of what you think is acceptable for motion, and then we'll talk a little bit about rotation, and, and we'll show people using this stick really what the head should do. Yeah, so I think it is true that the head shouldn't move a lot when you're swinging a golf club. If you have any major shifts around your body, you're probably moving too much in your golf swing. But if you think about this for a second, you know, we, we can draw a point in the center of my chest and the center of my hips. And as I turn, those two points are going to move into my back leg a little bit. As a matter of fact, my, my chest and my pelvis are going to move up to an inch and a half to two inches into my back leg. Yeah. So if you don't move your head at all, 
and your chest is moving a couple of inches, how does that work? You end up actually getting a reverse spine and your, your lines get messed up, right? Your balance gets messed up. So we actually need to move the head maybe an inch or so. We don't want the head to go forward. We don't want it to pull back. We don't want it to lift or drop too much but we do want it to work a little bit to our back leg. Right? Yeah, I think the way to say that is if you allow it to react to the body turn and the body's doing the right thing, your head won't move around a lot, but you'll have a more athletic motion. Yeah. I'm very impressed that you haven't laughed yet with me staring at you with this giant so stick. So laughing mat. was before. Now let me do the rotation. Let me do the rotation thing yeah, because as I turn my shoulders up to 90 degrees, I want to stabilize, but certainly my head, and this is my eye line, it's turning about 20 to 25 degrees. And if I try to lock my head and not turn it, I literally can't make a rotation and load and set my weight into my back leg. So not only do you have to allow the head to move a little bit, but you also certainly want it, maybe more importantly, to, to rotate a little bit as you swing, right? Yeah, couldn't agree more. I mean, that's why we see so many good players with their eyes starting to move up a little bit through impact. They're working towards the target, not where the ball is. Yeah, that's a completely different point. But I mean, in the backswing, we let it go. And then as I'm moving through and turning, a lot of times I'll see a good player's eye line actually forward of where the ball is. So keeping the head down, staying too still, it's all very rigid. It'll inhibit motion, it'll prevent good shots, and it's not a great thing to do. So don't keep your head down and still, let it move naturally. There you have it. Uh, another fantastic tip from the dynamic duo of Kevin and Jake, <laughs> the father-son duo of Kevin and Jake Hame. Uh, once again, like I said, we're very excited to, to have uh, both of them doing uh, instruction on this podcast uh, again this season. And um, thank Everybody you for that, Kevin. Everybody wants to get Jake. better. Yeah, Everybody don't they? wants to get better. I think so. It's true. I want to get better. I just don't want to practice. Um <laughs> It doesn't maybe work that to, way, though. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe there's some content on that a little bit. Maybe oh, God. The, if you can go to flagstick.com, there might be an article on there about you know doing some things that you can improve your game without changing your yeah, swing. I read the article. I like oh, okay. the idea of not improve, not changing my swing. <laughs> like Anyways, it. okay, right. so uh, let's get out of here um, yeah. and uh, pay some bills. Uh, when we come back, Scott's got his interview with uh, Jody Jenkins. From uh, the uh, uh, Zeke agency that uh, rep that is organizing the endless summer uh, uh, event, it. the long drive competition. But uh, Scott's got that interview with Jody Jenkins in the back nine. When we come back, stay with us. That's far. So much forgiveness. Wait, did you say forgiveness like far or forgiveness like forgiveness? Forgiveness. For. Forgiveness. Far. Forgiveness. I'm hearing far. Forgiveness. Like forgiveness. Forgiveness? Forgiveness. I'm still hearing far, but whatever. Introducing Stealth 2 with more carbon for more forgiveness. Forgiveness. Just hit it. And welcome back to the Flagstick Podcast with myself, Jeff Botter, and this guy here, Scott McLeod. Hey. Um, as promised, um, as we jump into the back nine, uh, presented by... Greensburg Golf and Country Club. Save 40% on all daily green fee rates with FlexPass. 
including six-day advanced booking for only $425 plus tax, visit greensmere.com for more information. Again, sorry, as promised, jumping back into the back nine, and we're going to, uh, Scott uh, did an interview. interview. What's that? Interview time. It is interview time. Um, We promised this last week, and here we are. Uh, Scott's interview uh, with uh, Jody Jenkins of Zeke Agency, um, discussing the uh, bringing this uh, long drive competition to mm-hmm. the Belleville area, and it is certainly shaping up to be a uh, uh, top a level, <laughs> awesome. I, yeah, gosh, these guys are going to hit it a ton, and you're going to enjoy watching it event. So, yeah. uh, let's jump into this uh, to the interview that Scott did uh, with Jody, and then we'll have a little discussion about uh, it afterwards. So. Scott McLeod with Jody Jenkins of the Zeke Agency right here on the Flagstick Podcast. All right. We've got a special guest today joined by Jody Jenkins. I spent some time on his show. It's time for him to come back and uh, hang out on Flagstick. How are you doing today, Jody? Good, good. This is like, uh, what do they say? Paybacks? I don't know the rest of that statement, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Uh, Jody is the head of Zeke Agency, which is behind a huge event that's happening in Eastern Ontario uh, this year and, and happened last year as well. Endless Summer. Uh, for people that have never heard about Endless Summer, can you sort of take us through and tell us what it's all about? Yeah, so this was a little bit of a backstory. This was an event that actually started six years ago. This is the seventh year for it. Myself and a a good friend named Tim Howard, which uh, I remember, Scott, you being at the initial inauguration of the JT Classic Pro-Am and reporting on that. So it it literally was two guys getting together to both love golf, wanted to present a different, unique charity golf experience. And so we started with a Pro-Am and we were tapping into the Great Lakes Tour um we were reaching out to like pga lpga epson tour individuals and we had we had great success i mean we had a lot of names that uh, came through here that are big in canadian golf and and we did some great things we did that for five years and then we took a break and i started one with long drivers right so we incorporated long drivers last year just to give a little twist and it was very well received integrated more of a party atmosphere live music um, and then had a championship that night. And this year, it's honestly, we were just talking <laughs> it's, off air. It's, it's like, insane. It's it's way beyond anything I would have imagined or even planned for, to be honest. Yeah. And I mean, I'm proud of what we're doing. I'm excited about it. But it's like it is a it by virtue of the field, the purse and what's going on. It's literally the biggest long drive championship event in the country. Yeah, it's gotten to be a a big beast. So before we get to all the big names, which obviously you've had some announcements here that are, you know, obviously super, super significant. But um, format of the event, I know I I believe the Pro-Am is already sold out already, but uh, dates, location, this ad first. July 5th and 6th, Trillionwood Golf Club. So on the 5th, we have a live concert with the Abrams. Again, I know you know them well. from Right around the corner from me, yeah. They are unbelievable performers. So you can enjoy an outdoor concert. We'll talk about ticket stuff after. And then on Thursday the 6th, yeah, the Pro-Am was sold out pretty pretty quickly, which is just a testament to what we've been able to build and the response from the community. Uh, 48 teams are going to be paired up with a long driver on each group. And they just play a regular modified scramble, nothing crazy there. They're not playing for score and just having fun. But on four holes, the long drivers are qualifying to see who gets into the finals that night. So they'll have to hit some additional tee shots on those four holes. Uh, for those that know Trillium, if you want to just think about it, it's holes 1, 9, 11, 
and 17. That's what we used last year. So we're planning on doing that this year. The reason some people say, why not 16? If you're familiar with Trillium, mm. which is a long par five. Well, it's sure. because now there's houses all along. Uh, the side. And yeah. so that has presented a little bit of an issue. But having been, to, say, having been well, to some of those long drive championships, yes, players can get a little wayward. Let's yeah, say. but to be honest, the houses are built like well within the distance that those guys wouldn't be hitting anyway. It's right. like okay. they'd be bombing it onto the road or whatever almost. But so they have those four qualifying holes. And then that night, we take the top 24 based on points that are accumulated. Uh, they'll compete head-to-head -head, uh, starting at around 8 o'clock, and we're going to go under the lights. Sunbelt Equipment Rentals is lighting up the first fairway on number That's one. That's cool. We brought in bleachers, um, you know, simply because of, of what you mentioned, the magnitude and the names that are coming, like Kyle Berkshire, Martin Borgmeyer. You know, those, oh, are, those are probably oh, the two oh, biggest, but there's yeah. a ton of them. And, and let's get to that. I mean, for people who are not familiar with those two, uh, you know, dominant world level athletes, and they are, you know, they're both world champions. Um, explain sort of the excitement of one. How do you how do you get those guys to Belleville, Ontario? Yeah, and that's a good question. Uh, yeah, and the other side of it, you know, what is it about them coming that you think uh, will be fantastic? And I, I've seen them both hit before, and it's it's surreal actually. If if a golfer goes and sees them hit, it's kind of like it's kind of like saying you drive a car and then going to watch F1. Yeah, it's it's you can't even sometimes you can't even you can't even imagine what you're seeing because you can't wrap your head around it. But so we yeah, we're we're so excited to have, you know, top to bottom the field is stacked. Like we have four world champions in the field. Like I didn't even mention Justin James and, right. and guys like Maurice Allen and and just like it, it's crazy. But they um, obviously, I think one of the big draws, Scott, is that we have a, a significant purse in terms of what the payouts are when it comes to World Long Drive. The purse is fifty thousand Canadian, obviously, nice. and first prize is twenty thousand Canadian. Which, again, I'm not not to brag, but like that's significantly more than some of the tour stops that they have. Now, it's obviously not as big as their televised events, granted, but like this is a significant event not only in canada but i would i'll say also say around the world in terms of what we're paying so right. i think that's a draw and um, you have an exemption as well you've got yeah, an affiliation yes. with that don't don't yeah. forget to mention that yeah so we're partnered up with world long drive i've had some great chats with zane smith and uh, gf sports that took over world long drive from golf channel purchased them recently uh they're doing great things and great relationship and i, I think their approach was like why reinvent the wheel in canada when we can partner with what uh, with what we're doing, so world ranking points, a world uh, exemption for Atlanta uh, this yep. fall to the winner, and if the winner is already exempt, then it goes to the next highest finishing nice. non-exempt winner. So it's not like oh the winner's exempt, nobody gets that opportunity. It's we're going to make sure that somebody gets that opportunity. But it's crazy to think that these guys are coming to the Quinty region. You know just. You know, 35, 40 minutes down from you in Kingston, yeah. you know, not far from Ottawa, not far from Toronto. It's an opportunity to see the best in the world. It's kind of crazy because I, I think about 30 years ago, the Canadian, like back when the, you know, the original World Long Drive, there was a regional qualifier that was actually at Trillium because I can remember being in it. Yeah. And I mean, that's a long time ago. And I think of how the sport has evolved and how these athletes have become so much bigger and stronger and faster. And like I said, having witnessed those guys hit before, having been to, you know, a world final in Las Vegas one time to watch that on, on the Speedway, I, it's a spectacular event to see. So, I mean, you know, I'm excited for the people 
of Eastern Ontario to kind of be exposed to that. Uh, are we seeing any Canadian content? Uh, oh, I mean, obviously, we have some big hitters from Canada. Yeah. Uh, can you mention kind of who's in the field that might be coming along? Yes, we have the top ranked Canadian in the world, Ryan Gregnall, a wonderful guy, class act, uh, absolutely bombs it. And I expect he'll be in the top 10 uh, pretty darn soon, actually. They got some world long drive events coming up in other spots as well. Uh, we've got uh, Ryan Huddleston, who's a local product. Uh, he can get it out there. Sean McQuarrie uh, is a guy that's just passionate about oh, yeah. golf. Yeah, also, of course. He, he loves online. golf. I'm sure yeah. you know of Sean. And uh, Cody Billinghurst, who is our defending champion from Sault Ste. Marie. Um, just to put in perspective, his winning drive last year was 418 yards. Uh, the finals are on number one at Trillium, okay. which is a par five, if you're familiar with that one. And, Creek, uh, Creek does not come into play. Creek for does not come into play. <laughs> I should mention too, Scott. You you asked like, how were we able to connect with some of these guys? And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that. You know, we have, I have two guys that I'm working with very closely. Three actually. Um, Jason Zubak, of course, the goat yes, of, of course, long drive. Yeah. And Jason has been instrumental in the connections and the networking that he's been able to do. And and we're so happy to have him involved. And that's exciting. And people, yeah, I mean, the opportunity to meet Jason is is, is mm -hmm. something you don't get every day either. Sure. And yeah. uh, Wes Patterson from World Long Drive has been a great help. And uh, Hendrik Vandergeld is working alongside me as okay, well. Nice. We're trying to recruit some. Uh, you should help with this. We're trying to, <laughs> there's got to be some long bombing PG, Canadian PGA guys that want to take so. the medal. I would, I would think, think. so. Have yeah. a, how, do you have room for some more competitors or what's we, the case? Yeah, so we're not, we're not, we're almost full. We still okay. have a couple spots left. I've got some more announcements that are going to be coming up. But I also want to mention, Scott, the international appeal. You know, we talked about the U.S. We talked about Canada. Uh, we got hitters coming in from the U.K. Owen Meads is is one of them. He actually has family in Peterborough, small world. Weird. So he's, yeah, and guess who, his, guess who his cousin is? Oh, I his don't even Jeff uh, and John Mills. Come on. That's his All right, cousin. Perfect. I'm not even kidding. Which not, not, even not kidding. only Peterborough ties, but obviously yeah. Belleville no, and Quincy Belleville ties. So how yeah. random is that? Yeah. We have uh, the six-time Japanese world long drive champion, Naoto Misumi, is oh, coming my. over. We yeah. have Australian content, Sebastian Twiddell and Matt Stubbs. And they're kind of, they're making big waves. Oh, yeah. Long drive. Seven Sebastian sure. is 6'6", yeah. six, six, I believe, 270. Like, these guys are beasts. I always compare it to, like, it's like watching professional wrestlers who golf. That's that's kind of the feel. <laughs> that's a good you know, way the, to put it. The energy, you got bad guys, good guys, yeah. charisma. It's 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 unbelievable. Like people will be blown away. So how do people go about uh getting tickets? Uh what's the situation there? How do they connect with you as far as uh, you know, social media, that sort of things? So let me let me uh, let me know the details. Yeah, so they can they can connect with me on Instagram through at Zeke Agency. That's one easy way. Uh, you can also search Jody Jenkins on Twitter. You'll find me there. Uh, the best place and the easiest place to get tickets is abramstickets.com. And what we've done is created an all-access pass. So for $35, you can come to the Abrams concert and you can come to the Long Drive Finals and enjoy nice. two entertaining days that you – I mean, for $35, you can't, you can't beat that. And I should mention, Scott, this whole event when we started this was in support – of the Grayson Shelter, Bryce. a 21-bed yeah. shelter here in Belleville and Shiloh House, a six-bed transition unit. I'm very passionate about those projects. I was involved with the team that started them. And um, one of the cool things we do, not to take up too much time, but the night before, the Wednesday night of the concert, we have all the teams come in and they bid on who they want to play with, the long driver. We've done that since day one. I mean, it's nothing unique to pairing parties sure. and all that yeah. stuff, but it's, it's, it's something that a lot of people have never experienced right let alone playing with a pro but all those funds raised from that 
go directly to the shelter. And I'm expecting some of our biggest numbers ever in terms awesome. of what we raise at that auction. So I'm excited. Oh yeah, I bet. I bet. Just for the I people alone. So. I mean, I yeah. think, I think, you know, some of those guys have gone into the mainstream now. I mean, you know, you think about Kyle Berkshire, Martin Bergmeier. I mean, these people are, you know, these guys are known not among just, you know, long drive circuit. You know, we see them on YouTube. We see them on social media. We see them on everything now. So uh, it certainly should cause a lot of attention and, you know, maybe dig a few extra dollars out of the pocket for those great causes. Yeah. So AbramsTickets.com. It's, it's worth the drive. If you're outside of Belleville, you won't be disappointed at all. It's going to be good. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you under the lights. So yes, uh, it's going to be awesome. Thanks, Jody. Really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, everybody reach out. Uh, and if uh, everybody didn't get those details, if they want to reach out to us as well, we'd be happy to uh, to share any details and, and get them connected with you. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Scott. I appreciate the support. All right. Thank you. Well, there you have it. Uh, yeah. Promised, delivered, awesome. Some Scott, of the world's this, best. This certainly Coming. seems like uh, now we've known Jody for a long time. He's been kind yeah. of uh, involved in radio, involved in golf, like this. Yep. Uh, we've we've twenty plus uh, years. It's a long time, uh, but uh, what he's doing here with this event is yikes! It's going to be cool. I mean, I'm looking forward to going down there. I mean. You're talking about a field with four world champions, as as he talked about in there, you know, the Kyle Berkshires, the Martin Borgmeier. I mean, these are the longest guys in the world uh, under the lights at Trillium, um, you know, music, you got, you know, you've got the Pro-Am event or whatever. Uh, it's going to be a good time. And I'm looking forward to seeing that. Uh, I have seen some of these long drivers in person before, um, but man, a full out competition and happening here in Eastern Ontario. That's, that's pretty cool. Scott McLeod, you're a long driver in your own right. <laughs> 30 years ago. <laughs> uh, yeah. Used to compete 30 years ago, but man, everybody got big, fast, <laughs> strong. You see these guys? Oh, They're freaking insane. long. I mean, it's since insane. the, since the Jason Zubak era, yeah, um, Jason will be there. He's he's part of the hosting, uh, you course. know, committee there. Yeah. Now, now, I'd like to say since Jason Zubak, everybody that's competed has been huge, but but uh, that's not necessarily the no. case because uh, Jamie um, Sadlowski was yeah, Sadlowski was not. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's bit, you know, he's strong, he's tall, 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 but, but I mean, this is a guy yeah. that had like a perfectly balanced, perfect golf swing, not like the guys that are. Hitting oh, it a ton now. Now it's like level. it's like these yeah. guys are on a complete. They're rocking all over the place, and and yeah. oh, it's it's crazy what they're doing now. Yeah, to, to yeah, be they... able to get generate that just generate an extra mile per hour, an extra two miles per hour, an extra you know some more ball speed, some more club head speed, like every little tiny yeah. thing they do. Yeah, you know. Well, there's there's more science behind it now. They understand, you know, how to create more force, how to how to swing faster, so that that helps uh, bigger, stronger athletes competing in it. Um, you know, there's just more attention to it, I and mean, we knew the game or that you know that sport would explode at some point. Um, but yeah, you see the athletes coming to it now, and I mean, just you know the Kyle Berkshires and like I said, Martin Borgmeier and Wes Patterson, Justin James. These guys are all going to be there, uh, and just what they've done in this sport and how they're pushing it every mm -hmm. time. I mean, just pushing it. Put and we got athletes here coming. You know, as Jody said, 
from all over the world, mm-hmm. uh, England, Australia, uh, and they're, they're coming to little old Belleville. Uh, I know, you know it's crazy, to, which which is really cool to see. And and um, I, I think people, you know, if if they play with friends and they know somebody who's really long, um, it's nothing like this. I'll tell you what this this is watching F one. This is really you know yes. that's that's your friend driving fast on the four hundred one. This is F one. Uh, so I mean. For you, for you be able to go and see that and, and see it in person, yeah, it, it just numbs your brain when you see it. And I've seen Kyle Berkshire, you know, hit indoors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen him hit outdoors, but I mean, just uh, just to to hear it, and it's it's a totally different level. Um, but really cool to see, and and under the lights as well, which would be be fun. And and uh, what's neat though is anybody who's played Trillium Wood in Belleville, you know, they're going to be able to see that first fairway and and relate to it. Oh, how do I play this par five? <laughs> Not and like that. Not like that. Yeah. So I mean, uh, and, and we're not saying every golf ball, you know, falls in the fairway, but I mean, you're you're going to see some shots here that are just unbelievable, and and just seeing these athletes compete. These are the best in the world. Yeah. That's it. The best in the world. So yeah. uh, should should be a lot of fun. Thanks for Jody for doing that. And uh, as we mentioned, as we mentioned, I've been a guest on his show multiple times. Yeah. Uh, and then it was nice to have him back on and, and talk about something that he's doing. Very cool. Very cool. So yep. uh, um, make sure you check out uh, this event. Endless summer. Yeah. Uh, and summer. Uh, endless summer. And uh, and get down to Belleville to watch this because, I mean, it, the chances are, I doubt very much if you don't do this, that you're ever really going to have the opportunity to see this kind of uh, yeah. talent, this kind mm-hmm. of level of talent doing this uh, long drive competition stuff outside of watching it on TV. Like this yeah. is your opportunity. So take advantage of it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. There you go. Good All stuff. right. Well, Scotty Mack, uh, what an awesome show. Good stuff. Always Looking nice when we to... can throw a really cool interview in with somebody like that um, about an event that's really neat too. So, you know, it's not always just us talking. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we got some, and we've got I can listen more. to myself all day, really. Yeah, yeah but nobody else wants to, right? No, no. Okay. Sometimes I just put the microphone by my desk when I'm working and, and I just, just talk and have the headphones hear. on just so I can hear myself. Oh, you know? not so good. Uh, we, and you know what? We're, we're going to have more throughout the summer. Obviously, oh, it's, sure. not, it's not going to be every single week or whatever, but, um, you know, lots of different athletes and so forth. And, uh, you know, there's some different little uh, side trips and things we'll be doing and, and we'll get some we'll get some other interviews and stuff throughout the year there you go now did you uh are, are you have you have you got a partner for the uh the media uh cup uh, at tarandoa tarandoa right yeah the unfortunate part is it's the day before the pro pro maybe why? you and your partner why should, uh, why do you uh, want to play in it the problem is is i do i saw the email come through and i do want to play because it is kind of cool to tarandoa is awesome yeah. but if it was a if it was like a um a two-person scramble oh then, it's better ball then then maybe i'd be up for it because then you could carry me um, <laughs> but, but when it's, uh, if it's better ball then i actually have to do net, something and, I, and, and i have to produce ball. and it's net better ball and then yeah. and i haven't played enough to have an index that i can legally make uh yeah high enough so I don't think that's stand a snowball's <laughs> chance, and you know where. I, I, I think it's more of a chance just to go out and play. But yeah, unfortunately, you know, it, it's it's obviously down in southwestern Ontario, down towards uh, London area. But you got to focus uh, on the pro pro, of course. It's laser, of course. That's the laser. Next, that's my focus. next event. So yeah, I got to make up for uh, 
yeah, didn't didn't play that well last year. No, so I mean, no. yeah, well, top fi- put top fifteens are no good. Last Maybe. I checked, you had a partner. I, I do, and you know we've managed to finish T three and a T five, and yeah, well. we haven't we haven't got that that medal. We haven't got that big. No, D Mac so. and Scott Mac gonna get it together. Yeah, definitely. It's get a, it you together, D Mac. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Maybe I should practice. Maybe I should go do that right now. Practice is good too. All practice right. is good. Um, okay, we're gonna get out. Yep. Um, thanks to all the sponsors this week, Metcalf Golf Club, Greensburg Golf and Country Club, Kevin Haim Golf School, and of course our presenting sponsor, Taylor Made with Stealth. They have pushed past the limits of titanium and introduced the world to the carbon wood age. Uh, how far are they willing to take it? Well, way past far and into forgiveness. Introducing the all-new Stealth 2 Plus. Combine the elements of speed and forgiveness to unlock forgiveness. Visit tailormadegolf.ca to learn more. Thank you. I am sure that uh, I know I'm enjoying doing this with Mr. McLeod every week, and I'm sure that you're enjoying uh, listening or watching or however you like to follow this podcast. Be sure that you do follow us across all social media networks, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Subscribe to uh, Spotify, Audible, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. And do not forget, do not forget, do not forget, subscribe (laughs) to the YouTube channel, like us, click the notification bell, don't miss a single episode because if you do, you may miss a contest or some really cool content uh, on the website as well or on the uh, YouTube channel as well. Get over to flagstick.com for more amazing golf content delivered every day. Every day. Every day. As always, we appreciate you tuning in to us. Uh, until next week, I am Jeff Potter. I'm Scott McLeod. Remember, always go for the stick. <laughs> <laughs>